coyote. This, 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 this is a story. I wrote about how weird life can get. When you get a little older, now it's time to get your prostate checked. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Vote day, the time for guts. Hey there. Remember me? Remember me? Do, do you remember me? Hello? Okay, good. It's uh, 5 20 a.m. Tuesday. January the second. I almost blew it. I almost blew it. So he used to say, you know, 2017, you know, that I almost blew it. We are at Amongstown once again on the the new improved. He said with a question mark in parentheses, improved audio blog for 2018. Yeah. This is the new paradigm, part two. So, what's different about it? Well, you may notice it's a little longer because we're doing this once a week now instead of five days a week. Is it, was it all recorded this morning? No. See, this is the paradigm. This is the paradigm shift. I, what I decided is that if I only do one show a week, then I can record a bunch of stuff during the week and pick, you know, a few of those things to include in the show and, you know, make editorial decisions and actually, you know, ponder this a little bit. So the whole idea of uh, how lovely it is to walk and talk without having to think, well, you know... That's the old paradigm, right? I've decided to do m- many of the same things. I've never, I'm, I'm not curtailing my walking time. Just so that we're clear on that, I still walk the same distance every day. I just, how much time am I spending talking? Well, yeah. So the new paradigm is I record things during the week and, you know, so they're included in the show. And I don't always, and all the things are not recorded at five o'clock in the morning either. It's a, it's a new, new paradigm. And tomorrow, January 3rd, 2018, is my best friend Tim's 60th birthday. Mine follows at the end of February. So I just want to honor my friend Tim, who I've known since I was nine years old. We've been friends for 50 years now. And uh, we're talking about friends through, like, uh, you know, riding our stingrays around the neighborhood. Uh, we're in su- roller skating on our super skates around the neighborhood, uh, going into business together as Tim and Bill's speedy delivery and shoe shine uh, service. You know, um, being being both being involved in things like the, the the student patrol at school. You know, we were both patrol boys, and Tim rose up to be captain of the patrols. Yeah, he did. I was also involved in student government. I was the secretary of the student council in fifth grade and was the president of the student council in sixth grade. All of this at Jefferson Elementary School. These were the golden years. This is when Tim and I peaked, both of us. Anyway, Tim is also 
the guy I've gone to Nebraska with. It's his relatives that we go to visit in Nebraska. He's the buddy of mine who's got the place down at Seaside that I'm always going to. He's the captain of industry. He is the only truly, completely self-made man who's done very well financially in his life by rising from the bottom of the ladder in a company to the very top. He's a cool guy. And plus, he's probably the guy who has been the best patron of my art throughout my life. You know, it's, it's the kind of a deal where you've got that one friend who believes in your art so much that he's always there for you on some level, even though it's just, you know, bolstering you emotionally, you know. Yeah. Tim and I exchange audio five days a week. I talk like this to Tim, and it's probably 15 to 20 minutes a day. And I talk in the morning, he talks in the afternoon. That's how we talk back and forth because we don't always be able to connect over the phone or on the FaceTime or in person. So, he's a cool guy. I want to honor my best friend, Tim. Because uh, he's, he's really a stellar human being. And it's his birthday tomorrow. So, happy birthday, Tim. It was a Tuesday morning. I was looking for quarters in the phone so we could buy a pack of cigarettes and we hadn't had breakfast so what makes a good podcast what makes a good podcast if you if you listen to podcasts usually uh probably about i'd say 88 percent of all podcasts have to do with interviews you know it's one person interviewing another person or it's a couple of co-hosts bantering back and forth basically interviewing each other working off another person is probably the primary thing that makes a good podcast. And so the audio blog, we don't have that. It's just me. So I may try to bring on guests at some point. There may be little snippets like this where I have where I've got snippets of conversations with other people. How would that suit you? Wouldn't that be interesting for Bill to actually try to get out of his own head once in a while? Yeah. That might be worth trying. The other thing that that uh, the best podcasts, the ones that hold my attention, uh, have production value. They are they are staged in a way that is that is uh, sonically interesting or sonically pleasing, right? So that's another thing I'd like to work on more. I've done some things like that. It's just that they're a little more labor intensive on the production end, which is one of the reasons why I thought, well, if I go to once a week, where I'm just producing one show a week, really. Maybe I can do. I can spend a little more time on the sonic side of it. I'm still just using my little handheld Mr. Microphone situation, which, for your information, is a Zoom H1 Handy Recorder, which records in either Wave or MP3 files, multi-formats, uh, multi-sample uh, rates, and is a fine stereo recorder. Uh, it's got good microphones. It's like the old cassette player I used to carry around with me through the woods at UPS when I was a kid and talk into uh, on a, onto a cassette. Except the microphones have gotten so much better. The audio quality through the microphones is so much better than it was in those old decks when I was a kid. See, I've been doing this for a long time, talking to myself on tape or, you know, in, in recording myself. <clears throat> I've been doing this for a long time. It probably doesn't show in any of my work that you've been listening to if you've been listening to the audio blog, which is one of the reasons why I want to make it a little more sophisticated. Right next to the children's books. (laughs) 
There's a dead Christmas tree on the side of the road. Actually, that's two two Christmas trees. Well, at least they've at least they've got each other. That's what happens at this time of year. The Christmas trees are discarded like so much roadside trash. We are approaching the uh, Tuesday Oracle, the weekly Oracle. It's only once a week now, so we got to make it count. But, uh, we're still just, it's still a roll of the dice, people. It's still a roll of the dice. Okay, here we go. Uh, see, there you go. One from the right, or the left, the right. One from the right, one from the west. There it is. One from the west. That was it. And, uh, what does it mean? Well, I don't know. You tell me what it means. You know, you guys are the ones who are living out you know, you've two, sometimes three thoughts, three, sometimes four listeners to the audio blog have to, uh, have to make the definitions, you know, have to tell me what, what actually eventuates after we pass through the oracle into the avenue of the trees. We're all manifesting our own manifestations of what the oracle meant to us, right? Right. All right, Mr. All right, Mr. New Paradigm, what's next? It looks like we're here by ourselves on top of the world, just trying to make some sense of what we do. And we're looking at our deaths, and we're looking at our lives, and we're looking at what we did wrong and right, and we're looking at our deaths, and we're looking at our lives, and we're looking at what we did wrong and right. I know. How about some highlights of 2017? Highlights of 2017. Well, I would have to start with my darling wife. We made two trips out to uh, La Push this year, one in April and one here in the last November. And what's most memorable is the one from November. We got there at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and then we talked until after midnight. Just non-stop talking about all kinds of stuff. I, you know, I could not enumerate if my wife were here with me. And, you know, she, you know, maybe I can get her to talk about it on the, on the Bill and Diane show, but it's, it's not that important. But if she were here with me, she would, she would probably be able to go through and list all the different topics that we, that we discussed during that eight-hour conversation. But it was basically an eight-hour conversation, and it was emotional, and it was, uh, it was, you know, challenging in places, and in other places it wasn't that much. But it was just fabulous, and it was just like we just—it was like, it's like you wake up in the morning after a conversation like that, and it's like your mind is like clearer than it's been in so long, you know? And you realize, you know, you don't really think about it that much in your day-to-day life, but you don't get enough chances for those kinds of marathon conversations in day-to-day life. So for us, the trip to the push is always an opportunity for that kind of conversation. And that's basically what all my highlights are about, is about great conversations. Two trips with Tim this year, uh, we went down to Seaside in February of 2017. Then we went, of course, on the Nebraska trip in October. Both of them were just fantastic trips. Just being with Tim is cathartic for me because I've known him. So we've been friends for 50 years. 50. Five zero. 
which is pretty freaking rocking if you ask me. I mean, I just, I find that just most excellent. So there's that. And then there's the rock strip, which happened in October also with friends Ray and Tim Vernon, Alan Hicks, Brad Stenberg, and Paul Julik. Ray Rob Bob 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 Robertson was from Ramu. And uh, that is also about communication. And uh, we weren't like camping out, roughing it in the in the wilderness this time. We were just uh, in a cabin in Winthrop on the Chewuk River and just enjoying the heck out of each other's company. And there may have been a, you know, a, an alcoholic beverage or two, but nothing like, you know, in previous years. We were fairly mellow. We're all entering geezerhood with varying degrees of grace and, uh, or lack thereof, in my case. And, uh, just amazing conversation. I love hanging around with those guys. And uh, need to make more of that kind of stuff happen in 2018. But I'm impressed as I look back over my calendar from 2017 at how many great encounters I had with good friends. You know, And I'd have to include my friend Kelly, who has been stalwart. He is, we have met for coffee. He has come over here. I've gone over to his place. We have talked through, he's my Pisces soul brother, you know, he, he and I talk through all of the complexities of being fathers and being geezers and being Pisces guys and being songwriters and being musicians and, you know, and then I also have to include in that my buddy Jim. Jim and I got together a couple of times this year, but one I remember very well. We got together and walked around Green Lake a couple of times, and it was just like the greatest conversation. It was like we had never been you know, apart. Plus, Jim put out an album this year that is probably one of his best albums ever, I think. It's called A Handful of Songs. So if you're uh, at all interested in singer-songwriters here locally, Jim Page, A Handful of Songs. Look for it and get it. You will not regret it. Yeah. So, And dovetailing from the rock strip, the other thing I would have to add to my list of highlights for 2017 is our new car. Diane and I got a new car. Now, we went, when I went on the rock strip, my friend Tim Vernon had a new car there, and he was very excited about it. And he, he, I told him, hey, Diane and I are thinking about we need to get a new car because our old car is kind of starting to fall apart, and we're starting to feel like we need more safety features. You know, we didn't have any automatic door locks or cruise control or, you know, any backup camera or, you know, uh, rear sensors or any of those kinds of high-tech things that they have now. And Tim was, like, sold on this car. It's a hybrid car. He said he, he drove from Spokane over to Winthrop and was getting about 54 miles to the gallon the whole way. And I was just like, wow, cool. And he said, you know, this costs about $12,000 less, less than a Prius. And, yeah, it's a hybrid car. So... I told Diana about it when we got home, and uh, we ended up getting one. And we've been very happy with it. Very happy with it. So that's just a few of the highlights of 2017. I got together with my mom, had some great conversations with my mom, had great conversations with my sister. You know, I think I've really, I've really tried to make it a point, and great conversations with my kids, too. Made it a point in 2017 to have good encounters with the people in my life and played some great concerts and enjoyed playing music more in 2017 than I ever, I ever have. And I need to include my, my cousins, uh, Mary Lee and Annie and Sarah and, and Robert, who came to a show of mine out in Snoqualmie, and it was just one of the most delightful nights 
just to have them there, just to have family in the house, because I don't have much extended family. Both my parents were only children. So these are, Mary Lee is my mother's cousin, and Mary Lee's daughter is, is Annie, and Mary Lee's granddaughter is Sarah. So just to have them there, and Robert is Annie's husband. And then there, that was just a great highlight for me. Just a few of the highlights from 2017. Maybe I'll have more next week. I don't know. Who knows any of this? I don't Excuse me, I was talking here.